Hello Scorpio, welcome to your Aries season month ahead audio horoscope. My name is Renee, I'm the astrologer and host here at Embodied Astrology. Um, my language is my language, I speak through an embodied perspective. I'm going to do my best to describe sensation as I perceive it coming through the Scorpio chart. Um, but as you listen, please listen through your own intuition, make the meaning that's meaningful for you. And anything that you're associating to what I'm saying is worth following, it's worth thinking about, okay? Um, okay, so Aries season really brings in some movement, and I think this is going to feel good uh, after the last, especially Pisces season, the last month, um, where it's it's been a lot that's coming up, and um, I think a lot of folks have been feeling somewhat overwhelmed. I don't know if that's how you've been feeling. Uh, but Aries season brings a lot of energy for doing something about that overwhelm. And um, there's a lot of, of fire and air combination in Aries season. And this is igniting, it's mental, and it's energizing. And for you, it is coming in uh, really strongly in the ways that you organize your day-to-day -day life and existence and how you care for yourself. Um, I'm going to start there with how you care for yourself. Your wellness is holistic. It includes your mental, physical, emotional, psychic, and spiritual self-care. <laughs> That's a lot. You know, we could probably fill our days with self-care if we um, really wanted to, to kind of attend to all aspects of our being. And maybe... Someday in the future, we'll actually build societies that are structured around this kind of care, and we'll probably find that these societies are a delight to live in and that we have everything that we need. Because when we care for ourselves, um, we can care for others a lot more effectively, and we can take care of our environment and the world around us a lot more effectively, and we can do the things that we are here to do a lot more effectively. So the relationship between your wellness and your well-being and your day-to-day, -day, your jobs, your responsibilities, what you um, need to attend to, uh, this is a very important relationship. It's a very clear relationship. If you're not feeling well, it's really hard to do the things that you need to do. It's hard to wake up and go to work. It's hard to feed yourself. You know, it's, it's hard to, to feel okay in the world. And there is a lot in our world right now that is really hard to deal with and that is bringing up a lot of overwhelm for folks. And when I tune in with your chart, um, I, I definitely get the sensation that a lot of you have been working really hard to find a space of wellness for yourself so that you can feel functional and whatever that means for you. And over the last several seasons in your horoscopes, I've been talking about your mental health. I've been talking about the need for you to be working with a lot of discernment, discipline, and gentleness um, with your mental self, uh, how you talk to yourself, and also how you describe the world around you to yourself. If you're describing the world around you with a lot of negativity and judgment, guess how you're going to feel? Not to say that there aren't things to be negative about or that your judgments might not be accurate, but if you're focusing on what's negative, it will fill your being with negativity. So there is a need for you right now to be aware of how your mental patterns affect your physical and your emotional and psychic 
bodies, your psychic beings, right? Now, I think a lot of you have been making a lot of headway with your self-care and with your mental wellness or your psychic, spiritual, emotional, physical wellness. Um, and there's still work to do. There's always work to do. And this season of, of Aries season um, definitely kind of brings these issues to the forefront. So some of the issues that I see being really um, important for you to be considering um, have to do with your home environment and spaces of intimacy, uh, close relationships or relationships where there's some kind of deep energetic exchange and feelings. Um, for example, Obviously, this is easy to kind of think about like with a significant partner or something like that. There's a deep emotional exchange and feelings. Um, but also, you know, the, if, if you work for someone, right, you might not know them very well, but they pay you. And that's an energetic exchange. And there are feelings there. And there might be feelings of like, oh, I need to do a good job or... Um, a resentment, you know, that they have power over you or a kind of idolization of them. Like, I don't know, you know, people get into all kinds of stuff, all kinds of different relationships. So wherever you have relationships um, that require a kind of vulnerability and where there's dependency or some kind of exchange that happens that brings up feelings, this is one place to focus. The other place to focus has to do with, um, with your home and family. And so this could be historic or present. When you understand the effect of relationships and how you organize around relationships, it helps you take care of yourself. Now, this kind of work is often kind of complex, right? Like when we tune in in spaces of vulnerability and intimacy, we can very easily tune in with patterns that have um, been rooted and developed through our home and family experiences. But these are sticky, complicated, like entanglements, right? They're not necessarily easy to figure out. And so I want to say that this isn't a time to figure something out. It is a time to get curious specifically about how you are organizing yourself in relationship. Do particular thought patterns come up for you on repeat? Do particular postures come up for you in your body every time you encounter this particular person or circumstance? Can you notice habit and pattern? And specifically, habit and pattern that have to do with vulnerability, with intimacy, with sharing, and with issues around power. Power is a complicated word that can mean a lot of things. So make the meaning that's meaningful for you. You're in a phase of your life right now where you really want to be cultivating your personal power. And this is, um, you know, this is different than like giving yourself, I don't know, affirmations on the mirror and going to CrossFit or something. It's like you can do those things and they could probably help. 
I don't know about CrossFit for everybody, <laughs> um, but some, you know, some kind of way of being in your body that feels good to you, giving yourself affirmations, those could all be great. There's a deeper kind of, of repatterning and reorganizing right now that is, is more of the thing. And if physical activity or a, me a mental kind of discipline can help you, excellent. But you really want to be tuning in right now to habit. Where are the habits that shut you down? Where are the habits that create non-relationality for you? These are the places where you want to tune in, you want to watch what your body is doing, you want to listen to what's happening in your mind, and you want to notice how certain things are making you feel. And then you can experiment with changing something. Okay, now the first couple days of Aries season bring a ton of energy, okay? A, t a big surge of energy, I think. And you might feel a lot of energy in your body. Um, I think for a lot of people, this is gonna feel good. This is gonna feel energizing. In your chart, I'm not entirely sure. Um, some people, I think, could feel this pretty intensely as a, a physical kind of surge. And I wanna speak specifically to those of you who um, experience uh, headaches and like any kind of tension in your head or tension in your mind. These first couple of days of Aries season, like the 20th through the 25th or 26th, even into the, into the end of the month of March, um, for some folks is gonna bring a lot of increased pressure uh, into your headspace. And so if you're resonating with that, then I really wanna recommend that you take time every day to go lie down in a dark space, to put something over your eyes and over your head, and that you experiment with um, really like calming breath and focusing on your breath to still your mind. Um, practicing tuning in with your central body and especially the central part of your brain can also be really helpful for relieving tension. And so if you imagine that there's like an energetic channel that moves um, basically from the center of your skull down along the front of your spine and out through the center of your pelvis and into the ground. And in that space, you want to imagine spaciousness, like space opening up and like clear energy coming in, deep breaths coming in. That can help to relieve some head tension. Now, in these um, first couple days of Aries season, we are moving into the second half of a Sun-Venus cycle. And this is a cycle that began in June of 2020. So if you think back to June of 2020, there may be important um, processes that you have been working with in this time that could specifically have to do with the kinds of relationships that require intimacy, vulnerability, that deal with some kind of exchange or power. There may be processes that have to do with endings, um, with, with transformation, or with you confronting your own shadow material, with you um, kind of I don't know, the shadow, the shadow is a big place, right? And so it includes your insecurities, it includes your fears and phobias, it includes your deep desires, it includes your empowerment, um, but it, it can definitely feel like a risk to acknowledge that space. It can feel really edgy to be in that space. 
So if you think back to June, um, and again, you think about relationships that require your vulnerability, relationships that require trust, processes of transformation, any ways that you've been working with your own internal discomfort or personal transformation. As we move into the second half of this, of this cycle, um, and this begins on March 25th, um, it feels to me like we have a kind of rising energy now at this point. And so if in the last nine months, it's been feeling like a pretty internal space and that there's been a lot that's going on in your inner landscape, you've been trying to like work things out and understand them, et cetera. As we, as we now move into um, the next nine months, there's more and more support for you to move that energy, for you to bring it into your um, relationships in different ways, for you to make particular kinds of changes. And I really want to emphasize that you need to be disciplined right now and you need to be committed in whatever it is that you are trying to practice and implement as a new way of being. March 28th, uh, there is a full moon in Libra. Libra is the opposite sign of Aries and this is a full moon that really hits very personal, deeply internal spaces of your chart. This is a full moon that could feel uh, activating and intense for some of you. Um, it's definitely a time when you may need to give yourself solitude and rest or other kinds of support that help you process. It feels like there could be a lot that's going on that needs some kind of processing. If you feel a little bit blank and it's not about processing and you don't want to be in your thoughts and you're feeling overwhelmed by the amount of information you're trying to process, then this is a time when I would say sleep a lot. Like um, it's totally okay to wrap yourself up in blankets and eat ice cream and sit in front of the TV for a while. And if you know that that's a habit for you, if that's an avoidance habit, then you might want to find a different way to give yourself that kind of release and escape. And I would definitely recommend any kinds of practices or activities that can bring you into a feeling of connection with the liminal, with the spiritual, um, or with the transpersonal, with the transcendent. So some people that does mean watching a movie. It's, it's a way to kind of open up into new possibility. It could mean listening to music for hours on end, you know, smoking a joint and listening to music, like just get lost in something. It could mean taking a little trip and going camping by yourself or um, lying, lying somewhere in the sun and staring at the clouds for hours. You, it feels like at this time around the full moon might really need an energetic and mental release. And so I want to encourage you to do that because there is a ton of integrating and processing that I feel like you're trying to do. And if you need support at that time, any kind of writing or journaling or talking with a trusted confidant like a therapist would be probably pretty helpful. Now, the couple of days after the full moon, really into the end of April, there, this kind of overwhelming, foggy, weird feeling, I think, continues. Um, probably not for all of you, but maybe for a majority of you, there could be a kind of like underwater 
feeling during that time. So give yourself those escapes. Give yourself that um, allowance and okay that you can process. But while you do that, try and stay aware of habits. Try and stay aware of uh, ways of being that are deadening to your own energy or that are just really repetitive and they don't give you something new. If there is any kind of choice that you can make to do a different thing to give yourself that kind of like release that you might need, I would, I would recommend it. And again, anything that can help you expand into you are not alone here, right? Like you exist in continuity and communion at all times with the natural world. And that could be one place where you could really find a lot of support right now. Now, I do want to say that the nature of what's coming up right now, I'm reading as uh, probably a lot of internal processing. For some Scorpios, you're doing a lot of relationship processing right now. And uh, this could be in all levels of relationship, but probably important relationships to, um, you know, at, at least some degree. And the full moon could really kind of bump that up a notch and there could be a lot of processing and shifting and growing and learning that you're doing in your relationships and you would still need that space of release. You need to let your brain relax, okay, at the end of March. As we move into April, there is more and more energy and clarity for you to be taking care of yourself. Your self-care is essential right now. It is critical. What are the things that you know help you on all levels, mental, emotional, physical, psychic, spiritual, relational? Commit to those practices. As we get into the new moon on April 11th, your self-care and dedication to these practices is essential. It is critical. It will help you so much. For those of you who are trying to figure out how to do a new thing in your life, I know there's a lot of Scorpio and Scorpio rising folks out there right now who are really trying to figure out how to be empowered to do your own thing. That might mean work for yourself, um, make some kind of important differentiation in a relationship, um, you know, do your own thing and express yourself as the like weirdo you are, you know, let your freak flag fly or something. Like you want to live your own life. I think you want to feel like there's some um, agency that you that you have and it feels like this is the project right now is you empowering yourself in whatever way you can as a human being living on planet earth in 2021, which I think for a lot of us feels pretty disempowering and confusing, you know, that there's a lot going on that we can't control. We live in mortal bodies. They are affected. We are going to get sick. We're going to die. We're going to lose people. We can't control any of that. So on whatever level you can find empowerment and control you want to right now. And from my perspective, you find that when you really pay attention to the details of your day-to-day -day life. And they those details begin with you. They begin with your internal experience and how you're caring for yourself. 
As we move into the end of Aries season, there's a lot of support that comes in from your relationships. You can reach to people for love and for nourishment and support. You're also changing in the ways that you want to relate with people and opening up your heart and kind of letting go of control helps you connect with people with more intimacy. At the end of Aries season on April 18th, we also reach another important turning point in a planetary cycle. This is a Sun-Mercury cycle. And this um, particular cycle brings us into reflection with something that has been in process since January of this year. So if you think about January of this year, and then I want you to think specifically about your home environment, your family environment. Again, this can be historic or present or any iteration of home and family. Um, and also think about your sense of personal power and belonging, um, how you feel a sense of like, okayness, you know, a right to be in the world. I think you've been trying to figure some things out in these domains and you've been putting a lot of mental energy and mental attention into them uh, all year long so far. And there's a particular turning point that we get to by the end of April. And it feels like you get some kind of clarity. You get some kind of information for yourself about how you need to be and what's important for you on a day-to-day -day basis in order to um, move into, into whatever the changes that you're trying to happen or, or whatever, um, I don't know, like the improvement or the different way of being uh, is that you are trying to get to happen. Okay, so um, I hope any or all of that is helpful and that you find some pieces in there that you can relate with and uh, they can assist you throughout this season of Aries season. Um, please listen to the horoscopes for your sun and your rising sign. You can find out what your sign is uh, on my website, embodiedastrology.com in the horoscope section. You can also Get your year ahead report there. The 2021 reports are hour and a half long readings for each sign. They include my overview and interpretation of the most important planetary aspects and cycles, the influences, opportunities, and challenges that you'll be working with this year and suggestions on how to approach them. If you want more embodied astrology in your life, please become an extended content subscriber. You can subscribe by donation at any amount. And in your subscription, you'll get my extended content, which are experiential tools for working with astrology and your own chart, working with the month ahead, working with the full moon and the new moon. You'll also get access to my twice monthly subscriber only meetups. These are workshops where we dive into the planetary influences for the upcoming month. And then the second meeting is uh, chart work. We get together, people ask questions, we have discussions. It's a really vibrant learning space. All right. Um, if you enjoy this work, please share it with your friends and family. Subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. You can follow me at Embodied Astrology on Instagram. And I always am so deeply appreciative of your donations. Uh, they help sustain this work. Sending you guys lots of love. I'm wishing you all the best in Aries season and beyond. Bye for now.